When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Dilly Ding, Dilly Dong, the Leicester Mercury's Leicester City podcast. I'm Rob Tanner, joined uh, today by James the Sharp and Sharp here in uh, the King Power Stadium. Uh, hey, James. And um, we've just had Craig Shakespeare in to preview the Man United game. Um, before we get into the details of what's come out of that, I'd just like to announce to our listeners uh, a free beer offer, beer52.com. We're offering a free crate of beer. All you got to do is pay the postage, which is five ninety five, and uh, you get a free crate of beer. You got to go on their website, beer52.com, subscribe, and if you wish to, you can get regular supplies of beers from around the world. Uh, but uh, for now, if you subscribe, you get a free uh, keg courtesy of Beer Fifty Two. Now, moving on to Leicester City, James. Uh, let's start with the big news of the afternoon. Uh, international recognition for our own Harry Maguire. Yeah, brilliant news, isn't it? Um, I mean, it's been been talked about among fans at least, and I spoke to Harry in pre-season, uh, and he said that one of his main reasons for joining the club was that it would Leicester would be a club that could help his ambitions of being an England footballer and making his uh, making the World Cup squad for next year. Uh, he's been brilliant since the start. Uh, since he's joined here, he's looked he's looked fantastic. He's got the ability to. Take Leicester's defence to another level. He's got that ability to to bring the ball out of defence. So composed on the ball, almost plays a bit like a midfielder, but but also has that rough and toughness that you need as a centre back. So thoroughly deserved call up. A little bit earlier than we thought. We thought that yeah, while courted as a potential, it might take up might take a while for for that club to come. It hasn't done. Uh, South Carroll Southgate has said that he's been impressed and looked at him at the end of last season at Hull. Um, but has been uh, very pleased with how Maguire has performed and his ability on the ball, he says, is crucial to international football nowadays and that's one of the key reasons why he signed him. Wonderful news, brilliant news and thoroughly deserved. What's interesting is it's not uh, the, the traditional pathway uh, because he's not played a lot of games for the England under 21s only one. one, one cap, which was 2012 against Northern Ireland when he was a Sheffield United youngster and uh, so you know he's had to be patient and uh, I suppose it's a typical Leicester City player then isn't he you know he's, he's, he don't, they don't do these sort of things in the usual way it's an unusual way to do it but there he is uh, he's in the, in the squad could make I mean I'm not surprised he's in the squad to be honest I mean not just on these performances this season but England have um, got a dearth of uh, quality centre-backs and uh, who are playing regular football in the Premier League Harry is one of them and we do suspect that he's now going to break the monopoly uh, that Robert Hoof and Wes Morgan have had at the heart of Leicester's defence. I think he probably possibly could be even one of the first names on the team sheet on a regular basis if he keeps this going. So that's great news for Harry. Uh, there is a little bit of a sour note to it all, a little um, blip, uh, is that Harry has got a little injury and could not train fully today, which got to be a concern, hasn't it, ahead of Man United? Yeah, especially with... With Wes Morgan, although theatres we'll get on to, he's been struggling with back injuries. Robert Huth, uh, ankle injury over the over the summer. Um, Leicester aren't blessed at the minute with lots of fit centre backs, and so to hear the news that Maguire has not trained fully, 
isn't what fans want to hear. I mean, it, it, the incident happened at the start of the game against Sheffield United in the Carabao Cup. It was in the first few minutes. Um, one of the Sheffield United players went straight through a real heavy challenge and it looked like Maguire had gone down awkwardly and he had to receive treatment for quite a while, which was, you could, I mean, the camera panned to Shakespeare, his face, he looked rather concerned. But he got up, he got on with it and, and played well and put in a strong performance against his former club. So at that point, didn't seem overly concerning. But Shakespeare said that he's had an adverse reaction to it. Maybe he's kind of stiffened up a little bit. Um, and so he didn't get trained fully as, as a precaution. Um, but said he hoped it wasn't a long-term thing. But regardless of that, it, it is a concern when, when Leicester have got injury issues surrounding those defensive areas. Well, exactly. With Robert Hoof definitely out. Um, we saw Christian Fuchs play a centre-back and incidentally he's also confirmed that Fuchs is pretty much ahead of Johan Bedeloan in the pecking order and has played centre-back, which leaves Johan a big question mark over his future. But um, you know, with, the, with the limited options in that area, it does leave... City a bit sparse, and I imagine that's an area they have to address in the last week of the transfer window now. Yeah, you'd like, well, you'd, you'd desperately hope so. You know, Shakespeare was asked today, are there any likely incomings soon? He said, not that I'm aware of. I mean, you'd like to hope that that's just Shakespeare being a little bit coy and trying to get things done under the radar. Because to be fair, things have gone a little bit quiet in the defensive incoming um, areas. A bid for Johnny Evans was rejected back in June, now £10 million, and believe that West Brom would want £25 million. Since then, Manchester City have bid £18 million and have that turned down. So it looks like if anyone is going to get Johnny Evans, it looks more likely to be Manchester City, although there are reports that they perhaps are turning their attention elsewhere. Chris Smalling has been mentioned, but it's likely that he would like to play for a team that's in the Europa League or the Champions League. Um, ben Gibson's been mentioned, but as far as we're aware, that there wasn't really much interest there in the in the first place. Whether, whether that will change because of how desperate they are, we don't know. But it looks like it, that's an area that, that, that desperately needs strengthening, especially when he's he's turning to a young lad in, in uh, Josh Knight from the academy to fill in uh, defensive places. And like you say, Ben Lawan's future isn't is it's not really a doubt. He's, he doesn't really have much of a future here. With only a week left of the transfer window. Central defence is a, is a key, key area for Leicester to sign. Well, it, it, it all depends really how much they want to spend because they have looked at the Ben Gibson situation and uh, Ben deemed the Ben to be too expensive at what Middlesbrough were asking. And, uh, but with a week to go, strange things happen. Um, there is normally movement, there's normally a domino effect with one deal triggering another deal. So you never know. I uh, wouldn't rule out anything like, out like that. But uh, they certainly need to bring somebody in. Um, talking about the other uh, team news, Vicente Abora. Really frustrating for him, but he's still out, not training um, at the moment with that groin problem. That's That's got to be a disappointment, because I know a lot of Leicester fans are looking forward to seeing Abora in the Leicester shirt, the City shirt, and they've got to wait a little bit longer. Yes, I mean, he's looked... Um, he looks like the next in the line of, of people they've tried to sign to to replace Cambiasso from those seasons ago. They, they tried with Gokanenla and that didn't quite work out. They tried with Mendy and he's struggled with injury problems. Now they've signed Deborah who in pre-season did look exceptionally composed on the ball. Huge man. Um, would ho- was hoped that he would be able to bring some kind of um, strength and physicality to that central midfield area. But has that troublesome injury and Shakespeare said that he won't be back until after the international break, which is which is a concern. 
He's not trained with the lads on the grass as yet um, since the injury, so he's a bit he's further behind all the other injured players. But you'd like to see him back because, because when with, with with speculation over the futures of the likes of Danny Drinkwater and Papi Mendy, he has op- has options in central midfield. But as a new signing who's just come in with the reputation and the experience that he has, and with others potentially moving on, Leicester need. Then they're kind of key players back um, quicker, sooner rather than later. Uh, other team news: we know that Hoof and uh, Ibora are definitely out, and Maguire is a concern for Manchester United. But there was some good news: Drinkwater's back in training, Wes Morgan's back in training, Jamie Vardy shaking off that ankle problem. As obviously he was in the squad on Tuesday, but I doubt he would have been risked in that. Kelechi and Nacho, he's training as well, although they're going to be a little bit cautious with him because he needs a bit more fitness work. So we might not see, might possibly be on the bench, but I don't think, certainly I don't think he'll be starting at Manchester United. So it's good to get some bodies back because it was looking a bit bleak. Yeah, it was. Um, usually Leicester are so renowned, or have been so renowned over previous years of not really struggling with, with injuries. And I remember even the back in times of Nigel Pearson being here and journalists would ask, are you being lucky with injuries? And he used to kind of glare at them in his usual way and say, it's nothing to do with luck. It's because we put a lot of time and effort and money into our fitness departments. But um, And they still do that. I'm not saying they still don't do that, but they have they've struggled with a few injuries. I mean, the injury list has been quite long and there's been quite a few key players who have been struggling. Um, but no, like you said, they, they, it's good to have them. Vardy, the key one, you, you can't have him out for too long because he's so key to how Leicester play. And having spent so much money on Kelechi and Acho with the goal record that he has, it's it's key for him to be back. Whether he'll get inside yet, even if he was fit above Shinji Okazaki, he's been playing really well, is, a, is another another talking point to have. Um, drink water, yeah, another troublesome thigh injury. It's been going on for a while now. and so it, it never helps when there's speculation surrounding your future because you see it with lots of players with speculation who pick up injuries. You start to get conspiracy theories being thrown around right, left and centre about things. So the fact that he's back in training and the sooner he gets back, the better. Um, and the sooner the transfer window closes, the better as well on that one. Yeah, inevitably, and he's, he does many more interviews than just with us, um, Craig Shakespeare, but he looks completely and utterly fed up by the transfer window. He was asked again today. Oh, yes, he was asked again today about drink water, future and the speculation. Still around Jamie Vardy, uh, Riyad Mahrez, Damari Gray, Islam Slomani. Can I go on? And I could go on. Yeah, and he actually said it, it feels like there was two more new names, you know, thrown in link with moves away overnight as well. Um, but you've got to be worried about the drink water situation, haven't we? I mean, this is um, speculation. This is a rumour that hasn't gone away. A club are very, very um, closed up on, on drink water and the issues there. So, um, and Shaky certainly doesn't ever mention him. When he's asked, he talks in general terms about speculation and dealing with it. But you've got to be concerned. Anyway. Yeah, this is the one that's it. It's uh, it's the one is concerning, I think, because like you say, when it, with with the Morris situation, because Morris came out at the start of the summer and said, "I want to leave," it it frees frees Shakespeare up a little bit and the club up a little bit to to be more open and discuss bids coming in, bids being turned down, um, the situation there. But with, with Drinkwater. Whenever Shakespeare was asked about it, he's very he's very closed about it. He was asked earlier this week whether, to confirm whether any bids had come in, and he didn't take the decision to confirm or deny that. He just said, 
I read the speculation as much as you do, and until until the bids are accepted, then I carry on as normal, which isn't mm-hmm. isn't answering whether yes or no. Um, so yeah, the, the, that one is concerning. I mean, it's not it, the reports that we that you, you see around from the, coming from the Chelsea and the journalists that cover the, cover Chelsea. The reports are, are, are more detailed than just the spurious ones. There's, there's talks of bid numbers and bid figures um, coming in, and yeah, I think this is the one more than more than the others that I think less fans are concerned about because as much as you try and bat it away and keep batting away, it's not going anywhere. If they did sell drink water, and I'm concerned that, that this is going to happen, and he moves on, do you think they've got enough cover? Or do you think they need to spend that money straight away and bring in somebody else? If Ebora is fit uh, and you've got him back. Yeah, so for now, if you consider that all of them are fit and raring to go, um, he already, at the current moment he has, you'd say, too many central midfielders. He's got, I think, seven. So he's got uh, Ndidi, James, Drinkwater... King, Ibora, Mendy, and Amate. So that's seven central midfielders, which is too many for the squad. Amate, I suppose, you would say, has been utilised in preseason more as a as a makeshift right back, come centre back. So his future may well be in in, in defence. Papi Mendy has come through a troublesome ankle injury. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of speculation about his future, and his agent was. Um, talking in the French media about him potentially moving to, to Atalanta. You would say that if Drinkwater were to go, Matty James fits the hole that he leaves. Um, you've got to remember that when in the survival series it was James and Cambiasso as opposed to Drinkwater and Cambiasso. And James has shown in pre-season and at the start of this season that he looks like he's back to that player that he used to be. Um, whether I think he's up... Whether he and Drinkwater are the same when a midfielder is is another question. But I would be happy. I don't want Drinkwater to go so that, to begin with. But if Drinkwater were to go, I would be wouldn't be too concerned with drink with James and Ndidi starting central midfield. But if Mendy is going to depart, then you would think they might look to have to bring another one in, or potentially look at recalling Harvey Barnes from his loan at, at um, Barnsley. Um, but in terms of first choices, I don't, sometimes these deals you can't recall them potentially. You know, so well, we don't know. Yeah, if they've signed, if they've signed like a, uh, a, a loan fee, um, you know, you can't just have them straight back, even though they're registered with your club. No. That's just the rules of the trade. Yeah, you like. So if it were to work ago, you would like you, you would like to think that they could bring in someone else. But the problem they've got is if this doesn't happen until the deadline, if this doesn't go on. If this doesn't. Drink water doesn't leave until the day before the deadline or on, or on deadline day. You have no time to replace him. I mean, Shakespeare was asked on Monday whether he has said to the owners, "Look, we're not selling anyone after this date, four days, five days, three days before the di- the window closes." He Shakespeare couldn't confirm that that was the case. So there could well be late raids for, for Leicester's players, which is a concern. If drink water was to go, I'd be happy with James and Ndidi, but and. Um, Ebora, if he can, if it, when he is fit, but it still is a concern. Yeah. Well, let's talk about um, signings because there has been a signing. It's not an incoming so as such, but it is a signing of a contract, a new contract, and it's a surprising one given the position this player was in eight months ago. Leonardo Ujo has signed a one-year contract extension. Now, 
In January, there was if, if some guy said he's going to sign a new contract to you, you would have thought I'd have been mad. Well, I think if if Yujoa had been told that he's going to sign a new contract in January, he'd have said you were mad because in January he vowed um, publicly never to play for the club again after being after accusing former manager Claudio Ranieri of um, was it betrayal or something along those lines. Betrayal, um, which basically was because. He had been told that with Slomani at the club, if Leicester were to receive a decent enough offer, he would be allowed to go. Sunderland came in with a bid of seven million, was it eight million? And it was turned down, despite the fact that Jeff Slip had been allowed to go to Crystal Palace for twelve million pounds. And Ujoa thought that was unfair and said he would never play for the club again. But since then he has been welcomed back into the fold. Uh, he's admitted himself that he's happier under um He's happier under Craig Shakespeare. Shakespeare clearly rates him to the point that he wants to give him a new contract. And it appears as though he rates him higher, potentially, than Islam Slomani because, as far as we understand, the, the club are not, we're not looking to sell it, Slomani, but would be potentially open to offers for the striker. Um, which is a surprise, considering, A, how much they pay for Slomani, and B, where Yujoa was in January. I think Slomani showed on Tuesday night though, what, what he could potentially be bringing uh, to the party. I mean, he's a goal scorer and he did, I thought, he performed very well on Tuesday. Yeah, two we'll, chances, two goals. Isn't yeah, it? well, so we'll see what the future holds for Slomani. Um, finally, there is a game, quite a big one. Yeah. We're talking about transfer windows and everything, but there is a game on Saturday. Manchester United at Old Trafford doesn't come much bigger than that and not much more difficult than that as well, considering... The form that the uh, the Red Devils have shown uh, in the early part of the season is quite a daunting prospect for any side in the Premier League at the moment because they're flying. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I mean, Old Trafford is never the nicest place to go, but they do look real imperious. It, they look like the Man United of old, don't they? Like bombing forward. And Mourinho's just signed giants, isn't he? They're all they're huge. Matic in there, Pogba in there, uh, Lukaku, who's hit the ground phenomenally it's going to be it's going to be difficult they've, they've, they've blown away the teams they've, they've faced so far albeit two very poor teams in West Ham and Swansea you would hope that Leicester have more about them defensively than those two teams but we've, we've seen how troubled Leicester can be from set plays um, and balls into the and, and balls into the box from their areas and man you could explore that they've got some real big big players there it's going to be difficult. Um, it's going to be a really tough test, but I'd like I'd like to think that, that, that they've got enough there to, to to cause Man United more problems than the team they have already placed out. So I don't think it will be as easy going as it has been for the for them so far this season. But definitely Leicester's toughest test so far. Oh, absolutely! And if they've got a problem at centre back as well, it'd be even tougher. It was already going to be exactly. mission impossible in many respects, but they're still going to be difficult. Um, Desperate for Maguire to play back. Yeah, game. I mean, especially when you saw this, how they conceded the goals at Arsenal after what was, I thought, a pretty decent away performance for, yeah. the, for the large part, scoring three goals there. And you know, you want more of that uh, at Old Trafford um, with Mares and Vardy causing the problems that they caused Arsenal, but. It's at the back that uh, City were undone on that day and they certainly need to be defensively strong at Old Trafford. So fingers crossed Maguire comes through and there's no um, side effects and he's at the heart of the defence alongside Wes Morgan uh, on Saturday. So um, check back on the Mercury website and on our Facebook page uh, for all the stories coming out of today's press conference. And also don't forget... 
uh, your free beer at beer52.com. Very important. So join us again next time and dilly ding, dilly dong. <laughs>